Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming down the home stretch of a Sunday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Appreciate you tuning in. Jordy Mack taking you home to the top of the hour. All right, uh, we're going to spend the last couple of minutes talking pro hoops. And we're going to do one of the best in the business, a regular guest here on the Jody McDonald Show, the editor and lead NBA writer for NBCSports.com, Mr. Kurt Eelan. How you been, Kurt? I'm doing good. Good to talk to you, Jody. My pleasure. Thank you for coming on. All right, I'm going to start with an assumption. Uh, seeing as I was born in the 60s, I think I'm a little bit older than you. Would that be correct? A little, not not as much as you think, but yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. So then that uh, that directs my next question. Did you get to see the Showtime Lakers? Yes. Okay, yes, so you're old enough to... That's, to what, that's what made me fall in love with basketball. Yeah. Really? Okay, that's great. Have you watched Winning Times on HBO? Uh, uh, part of it. What do you think? I, I, uh, I was... and I. We'd heard, I'd heard this coming in, but then I watched that first episode, and I just – the caricatures of Jerry West and, and, I, and later Pat Riley just – I end up watching it at some point during the week, but I'm not – like, this isn't like The Last Dance where I'm like – even though I had qualms with the, the – you know, with Last Dance on some level, like, I couldn't turn, turn away from it. I was gripped. I'm on this, to be honest with you. Okay. I have I have thoroughly enjoyed it because oh, it, it is not The Last Dance. The Last Dance was a documentary. This isn't. This is a Hollywood adaptation. And, yes, yeah. I think they've taken some serious license on some of the character portrayals, but I think that the background information and the pl- characters playing off each other, and I think they've got outstanding actors in this yeah, production. I, I, I'm riveted to watch it every single week, even though, and I've learned some things and I had to go back and just double check. Did that really happen? Did Jerry Tarkanian almost become the coach of the Lakers and then his buddy got killed and that scared him off? I, I didn't remember that story. I had to go back and double check it. And not all of the facts are exactly the same, but uh, it, it, it did happen. He was in conversation with him and his uh, good friend in Las Vegas did get shot yep. and killed. So uh, I, I've just been uh, I'm not looking at it for an NBA history lesson. I'm looking at it for entertainment, and I think it has delivered it in spades. It, the acting has been really good, and I, I will add this: like, if if people listening, if you're enjoying the show, or or, or even if you're not, frankly, go buy Jeff Perlman's book Showtime. Like <laughs> the, the book Showtime that this is based on, Jeff's book is phenomenal. It is it is 
incredibly well researched and written and just like the definitive book on this era. So like it's it, it, it's worth like if you're going on vacation this summer, you need a summer read like Showtime from Jeff Perlman. Brilliant. I have uh, I efforted hard to get Jeff on my show on Friday. I filled in for uh, Bill Ryder on Friday, so I thought maybe middle of the day yeah. that'd be a little bit better. He just couldn't do it. He couldn't swing. He said he was very apologetic because he's been on my shows in New York years before, and he said, I tell Jordy I respect him, but I just can't do it. I'm still going to try and get him on because, uh, yes, it is his well, work well, that is— He's a great guy, too. He is a genuinely great guy. Uh, I've only interviewed him on the air, kind of like you, but uh, he's always good, been good when he's on the air with me, and I appreciate that. All right. Um, I know I ask you this almost every time you come on the show, and I'm going to ask you again, but let me ask you this first. Who's the coach of the year in the NBA? That is always one of the hardest ones, to be honest with you, because especially now, we're like we're not in the locker room and I'm not a scout. So, like, part of it is – I'll, here's my challenge on top of, of not being in the locker room in, the, in, in every practice. It's how much of this is the coach doing really well versus how much of it is the front office and GM giving that coach tools, right? Like the right players. And so that said, breaking it out right now, I'm, I'm, I'm down to two guys. I'm, I'm flipping, flipping and flopping between um, Monty Williams and Taylor Jenkins, Tyler Jenkins in um, Memphis and Monty Williams with the Suns. But I think that there's about, I have, a, I have an eight deep list of guys and I'm not sure who's getting the third spot. Eric Spolstra, maybe it, 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 it's a really deep year for good coaches. And I'm leaving a whole bunch of people off that list right now. It, it's, there's been some really great coaching jobs out there. I'm going to give you a horse that's flying on the outside and closing ground. All your candidates are good and certainly uh, yeah. eligible for consideration. But the job that Emmy Adoka is doing with yes. the Boston Celtics, you, you you correctly stated a lot of it has to do with did the general manager make the right moves, get the right players, and like this is basically the same Boston team that they went to war with last year, maybe even a lesser team, and they're the hottest team in the NBA. They may end up winning the Eastern Cup. They moved into first place with their ninth win in their last ten games, and I was always such a huge Brad Stevens fan and thought he was a better coach. He's doing a better job coaching this team, and I don't know that Stevens did all that much to hand him a better squad. So for me, he's—I don't know if he's going to get there, but he's making up a lot of ground here very late in the season. Yeah, yeah, he, he is—he has come a long way, and you have to admire early in the season when they were injured, when they were losing a lot. He was a guy focused on on what I think the best coaches do, which is was culture stuff. Like, hey, we're not trying hard enough some nights. Like, he's calling guys multiple times, basically calling his team soft and, and calling out their effort and calling out uh, publicly and I'm sure privately, like getting them on the same page defensively, really pushing these guys. But once they got healthy and bought in, it just snapped together and they are – I'll be honest with you, Jody, right now, again, there's two weeks before I have to commit to this. Right now, I think they'd be the, my pick to come out of the East. Like, I think yeah. they're playing that well. They're not only playing great basketball, they're in elite defense with two elite wings, which I think is a huge advantage. Two-way wings in the playoffs, I think, are a huge advantage. And uh, they might be the team. They are going in the right direction. The team that's not is the Miami Heat, 
who've lost four in a row, and we all saw the well-video-documented uh, foray between Jimmy Butler and his head coach the other day. All right, sometimes that stuff happens, and I know from uh, watching him in Philly and knowing people in Philly, he was a uh, difficult guy to coach here, so I'm not, he's, uh, not surprised he's a difficult guy to coach in Miami, but it never blew up the way that it did the other day uh, here when he was in Philly. Um, is this a broken team? I don't know if they're broken, but there's there's something very wrong. Like they are certainly broken right now. I don't know how correctable or uncorrectable. I, I got a feeling that they can bring this together better come the postseason. But right now they look awful. And by the way, yeah, look, Jimmy Butler's a handful and and a challenge everywhere he's you know pretty much everywhere he's been. Um, you can ask Minnesota about that. <laughs> that said, Eric Spolstra is like the calmest most even-keeled guy in coaching the league, right? Like, if you watch the video of him when Ray Allen hits a shot, hits the big shot, like, he barely moves. Like, he's, like, already into the next, like, well, what do we have to do now? What have we got another game? Like, for him to lose it is a sign that there's, to me, this is a deeper, the issues going on there are deeper, and it might be something that um, they are going to have to rectify in the offseason. I, I I still think that they are better built for the postseason than the regular season, but when teams stumble into the postseason like this, especially in a conference with Brooklyn getting hot and, and Boston playing well, and I, I fully expect the Bucks can flip the switch. Like, If you're not rolling, you're in trouble out there. One other team in the East that you didn't mention, that if the Celtics are the hottest team, they might be the second hottest team, uh, certainly in the East, maybe in the NBA, is Toronto, who's moved up out of the play-in round to sit in the sixth spot as of right now. And if they can stay this hot, shoot, they may be able to make a run at the Bulls in the five spot. Um, How is Toronto doing? I know Nick Nurse is a hell of a coach. But I, I see their roster, and I go, all right, they got talent, but they don't have superstar. They don't have guys that just take over games. How is Toronto making this run for playoff positioning that they are? I think there's a couple things. One, they don't necessarily have that star, but honestly, especially the second after the first quarter of the season, Pascal Siakam has played in an all-NBA level. Not maybe a top-five player in the league level, but a top – 15 level like he's okay. I don't know if he's going to make all NBA but he's going to be one of the bubble cuts if he doesn't right like he's going to be one of those guys who just misses he's been playing that well the other thing though is and I've talked to scouts about this he's they're awkward to play against or, or different I think would be a better way to phrase it because they're just long and switchable and athletic across the board they are just Scotty Barnes and and um and everybody they roll out. Fred Van Fleet can kind of switch a little and is physical. Obviously, you know, Siakam's out there and he's long. They're just long, athletic, and kind of a bunch of guys between, you know, I don't know, Van Fleet may be less than this, but a bunch of guys between 6'4", 6'5", and 6'9", you know, especially when the two and others are out there, and they just switch everything. And they, they become a problem. They're just, they don't play like other teams and in the regular season, that's an advantage. In the postseason, especially if they run up against a good team and you see them a few games in a row, the novelty wears off. But it's still a team that can beat you different ways and, and handle – it's not one guy. It's not one head of the snake that you cut off and, and they fall apart. That's a challenge. And I think that they're going to be a tough out for whoever – whichever of those top four teams lands them is going to have a really tough out in the first round. 
Kurt Hillen here with us on the CBS Sports Radio talking NBA. As intriguing as the East is, four teams within a half a game at the top and then uh, positioning at the bottom as well, the West is just flat-out boring. Phoenix has already put away top seed throughout all of the playoffs. No one challenged him. Memphis has moved into the solid second spot, even out without John Morant. Warriors are kind of locked into third. Utah, Dallas, who went fourth, fifth. Okay, who gets the extra home game? Uh, you got uh, Denver, and then you got all the play-in teams. What kind of drama are we going to get out of the Western? We're not going to get any drama the last week. What drama are we no. going to get in the first round of the playoffs? I think whoever gets Minnesota, it's going to be challenging. By the way, I am as much as Minnesota is coming pretty close. Like they, they're going to challenge to try to get out of that seven seed. Um, I, I'm, I hate to say this, I'm going to root against them because I want, I really want Memphis, Minnesota in the first round. I want that. I want them to Minnesota to win that first play-in game, get the seven seed, and be that seven. That, that's a fun seven-two matchup, um, and I think that makes it entertaining. I'm not sure there's a lot of drama. But right now, I'm not sure there's a lot of drama in the West just because the Suns are really, really good. And I'm not – Dallas is – like, I like the way they're playing. I love Lucas probably playing the best basketball of his career. I don't think they can push this. I don't know that there's a team in the West that I think is more than six games with the Suns. Like, I, I, I'm not even sure most of them get there. I just think Phoenix is way ahead. Another comfortable win today. I just – I think they're way ahead of everybody in the West. Um and part of it is that they not only do they know who they are, Jody, but they're versatile, right? Like you want to go big, you can go big. You want to go small, you can go small. We got long, lanky defenders everywhere. We just whatever they do, they can they can match you. And that kind of scheme versatility is just going to serve them well. I'm just not sure anybody in the West is anywhere near their level right now. Fair enough. And the only team I thought that could possibly make a run on them, and it really hadn't come together over the last couple of weeks, I thought it might when Draymond came back. I know Curry's been in and out, too, would be the Warriors. And they they haven't. I thought that this would be it. They'll kick it in last couple of weeks, a lot of momentum going into the playoffs. Not happening. Without Curry, they're not that scary an offensive team at all. Without Curry, it's just not – it doesn't work. And it's – and by the way, this goes back to peak Warriors with, with Kevin Durant. Look at their offensive numbers when Curry goes off the floor, and it's, it's not great. Like it, it really dropped off in spite of you know, Durant and peak Clay Thompson and all that. But without him now, just they're not a scary offensive team in the least. So that's, that's the one team where they get Curry back and he gets healthy and they get through the first round, maybe they can push. Let's put it this way. I think their potential ceiling is maybe even higher than the Suns. I'm just not sure they can get there. And if you're betting on them, you're betting on the fact that the Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry chemistry and connection is so baked in that they're just going to be able to flip a switch and do it again. I'm just not Clay's not quite there yet. I mean, he's doing as well as I think you can expect for what missing two years and, and two major injuries. But I just don't think that this year they're going to be able to, to, to get to that level. But they're the one team, I think, that's scary enough that they could. All right. And if I need to, feel free to call me on the carpet for this. You probably will. I should probably call myself on the carpet. But it's been something that's bugged me forever. I'm a Steph Curry fan. Let's start with that. But. He's out of the lineup. He's not playing. They don't know exactly when he's coming back. And he's going to all these NCAA games. 
Shouldn't he kind of be with the team at the time? This annoyed, this has been annoying me for 30 years. NFL guys, they're injured, they're hurt. They're going to college on Saturday uh, to go watch their alma mater play. No, get you're with the team. Stay with the team. You're not supposed to be going off. And if you're not, if you can't play, if you're on the injured reserve or whatever else, you should not be at other teams' games. Am I just being a punk about this or what? I, it doesn't bother me as much as long as I think that they're putting in the work. It also kind of depends on the injury, right, a little bit. But um, I was a little surprised Curry went, like, when he was at – I'm cool with him going and seeing Davidson, right? Like, go, go see your alma mater. But um, it is kind of interesting to see him out having – I don't know. It doesn't bother me as much, but I, I get where you're coming from. That it, it, it does – you do want to see him around the team, getting them fired up, cheering them on, especially right now. They – they're struggling. Draymond called himself out today after today's another kind of just ugly loss from them. Um, their offense, like I said, they're just their offensive efficiency isn't there without Curry. And I don't. If they weren't so far ahead, I, I think that they could fall back. I just don't think. I don't think they're falling out of the three just because I don't think anybody can catch them. All right. Last thing, because we always get back to the MVP because it intrigues me so much. Will it be decided these last ten days of the season? I think it'll have an influence. Like how you finish is going to influence because, a this look we're speaking for the other voters. Um, well, all of them I know we're human, right? <laughs> like we, and so recency bias, as much as I want to guard against it, I, I recency bias creeps in. Like the last thing you saw was Giannis Antetokounmpo having this huge game. That's going or last week's like that's going to impact you. Um, I mean. And I like to say the last time I really dove into this a few weeks ago, I had Jokic just ahead of Antetokounmpo and Embiid, but it was almost a coin flip between the three of them. And I honestly, those three will be one, two, three, and I couldn't tell you what order I'm going to vote them in in two weeks because I still think it's it's so tight. And I'm going to watch a lot more film and watch their games and talk to people and try to get a better sense. But I'm not sure that there's, I'm not sure that there's an easy answer, Jody, only because. In any other year, any one of those three probably just would have won it. Right. I'm just. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Uh, no. No problem with recency bias here because I do. I think it sits in the in the lurch and you pay it, it and made the best man win through the last week and change. Kurt, great stuff. Always a pleasure whenever you hop on. Thanks for doing it tonight. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care, Jody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 